Welcome to the Rock Hippie Adventures Podcast. My name is Keith. I'm Mel. And we're back after taking a week off. Yeah, because we're tired and old. Well, I'm tired and old. I don't know about you. I got the end of the school year tired. But tomorrow, tomorrow is the last day of school. Yay, for you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, I get it, teaching's hard. I, this I see year's what you been go through. really super rough. I mean, I see what you go through. Yeah. I understand the pains. And I think, man, come to end of May, beginning of June, she ain't got to deal with that shit for a couple months. Yeah. You got to, like, forget about it. It's like childbirth. You have to forget about the pain of it so you can continue on in September. I'm just going to take two months off, regroup, re uh, Yeah. For energize. the rest of us. Yeah, you. We just continue to be tortured. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) It's like, man, I want two months off. Yeah, I always thought about that. I was like, man, teaching would be cool, you know, like just for the. It is a park. I will say that much. Just for the fact that you know, summer comes and you definitely have that time off. My favorite part of it, honestly, is like the redo idea of it. Like you get to start new and fresh every August. Like that part. Yeah. It's intriguing to me. Like, I I enjoy that part, the freshness of it, the newness of it. But, damn, there ain't no tired like the end of the school year tired. I'm fucking exhausted. Must be my end of the day, every day tired. <laughs> there's, like, a difference. Like, there's just, like, with testing going on for two weeks, and it's just long days. No, I get it. I understand long days. So, I'm ready yeah. to be done. Yeah, me too. Put me in the coffin. No, not that kind of done, silly. Oh, okay. Just like done with the day, (laughs) no school year. Yeah. This year's been rough, though. This has been a tough school year. Even worse than last year. Like last year with COVID, you know, we kind of got out of school early, but everybody was just kind of doing the best they could. But when we started school that way, oh. And then having the kids come back in February. Yeah, it can be a... It was a lot this year, so I'm hoping dull. next year will be a little bit uh, more regular, more normal than what we've had this year, maybe. Hopefully, it seems like it might I be. I think it will. Yeah, I've already got all the kids back, pretty much. Yeah. I've already heard talks. That, you know, as far as your school, I don't think y'all will have to do remote and no, live I anymore. Not. No, they'll have to. This year, they let them stay at their home school, and we had to do remote teaching and face-to-face teaching. But for next year, if parents want to keep them home, they have to enroll them in the virtual school. There will not be any of us doing double duty anymore, which is really what the exhausting part had been. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, it's a change of things. Yeah. I mean, it it can be difficult. I know a lot of people had to um, endure the trials of COVID, and it seems like we're getting back to normal. Yeah. Um, The mask mandate has been somewhat lifted in North Carolina if you're vaccinated. Yes. I'm happy about that. Yeah. I think out of all the things, people are like, you're getting vaccinated. Why would you get vaccinated? Well, let me tell you something. I'm now sick. I can go to work and not wear a mask. Yeah, I'm sick of wearing the fucking mask. Yeah, I'm done with that. Like, I'm over it. I'm over the macne. I'm over the sweating on my chin. The gym mask wearing. Oh, I hated the gym it. was the worst. It's the best now. Yeah. It's much better. Yeah, I'm just over it. I'm going to do whatever I need to do. Um, You know, whatever your beliefs are, they are what they are. But for me... If it means I get to go see, you know, live music soon and get to do all the things that we're used to doing because I am did my part of being vaccinated, then sign my ass up. Let's go. 
I mean, I told you at some point it has to go. I mean, not that it say it's all oh, we're back to normal, but at some point it has to start going back to a different way because you're not going to wear a mask all the time. You're not going to go half capacity all the time. You're not going to no. stop seeing music and stuff. I mean, you know how many people you're putting out of work and having to figure out what to yeah. do? With well, them? hell, fuckers don't want to go to work if you right now. Speaking of that, I saw today that North Carolina is going to offer people $1,500 to get a job. To yeah, get off unemployment. Literally, to get off unemployment. Like, are, are what you. What about all of us fuckers who kept working? Are you shitting me? You mean you're going to pay people Ugh. to go back to work? Yeah. Like, like you're taking the system. They're paying people now for COVID shots. If you if you are on the fence about getting a COVID shot, oh, yeah, they're now that. paying you to go $25 to go get a shot. Woo! $25. But still, I mean, like. But that's just the type of people like your coax. It's like you're coaxing everybody to just let them die off. Yeah, well, I hate to be like that, but like they've been out there. If you don't want to work, if you don't want to work to make money, you want somebody to give you money, then see how that goes for you. Fifteen hundred dollars to get off unemployment. Amazing. Yeah, I've been I don't know the whole full stipulation of it. I don't know if it's like, hey, you get a job, you get fifteen hundred dollars. I don't you know how probably it works. have to stay. Well, I mean, remember what, what were you telling me about somebody was giving away Domino's. Yeah, the Amazon gift cards. Well, they're stayed. not fools. They're not going to give you like, oh, you came to work for a day, so we're going to give you fifteen or a thousand dollars. Thirty days, stupid. wasn't it? Yeah, it's thirty days. You get five hundred. Ninety. And then days. if you stay another, was another sixty days or ninety days, you got another five hundred. But still, something like that. They need a. But here's the funny part. So I have a friend who posted on that her daughter, who's in high school, is looking for a job. She went to three different places, and all these places were hiring. Either the managers didn't call back, they scheduled a interview, but then ended up not like holding it. So I mean, you've got people who are trying to work, but then at the same time, the businesses aren't following through on their end. Well, that's that's common. I mean, that's yeah. just a common thing. You but know? it's kind of funny though, you know what I'm but saying? But it's like, always we like need that. People, people always like, oh, we're hiring, we're hiring, hiring. Then you go in, it's like, hey, I want to get the job. Oh, well, we don't want to hire you. And I'm like, well, is there somebody else better? Yeah. Are you looking for someone? Are you holding out for that perfect candidate? Yeah, but like, this is part-time work. Like it. Well, yeah, away. I mean, I mean shit, it's like, you know, if it's fast food restaurants, take what you get. Yeah, but they won't even call her back. Like yeah. literally, I just think it's craziness. Like you're looking for help, and you've got people who are showing up who are willing to work. And high school kids are good kids, reliable kids for the most part. You know, I mean, they want to have a job. Yeah, they. You know, so, it's, especially for the summertime, they want to yeah. work. But then you don't call them back, and then you can complain about not having people working. Okay, I think there's a mixed dichotomy out there on what is and what isn't going on. You know, yeah, maybe so. You know, some people are saying, "Hey, we we're I looking mean, for people." Some restaurants are having issues with people. Yeah. They're having to cut back hours. I saw that on like restaurants we go to. Yeah, like Melt had to close their doors on Tuesdays because they don't have enough people helping out. That's crazy. And there are people who are working are working to death, and they're tired. You know, I mean, they need days off too. Craziness. Yeah. I don't know. One day it'll figure itself out, I guess. I mean, I'm thankful I have a job for, for well, damn sure. I know that most, almost half of the states in the U.S. are um, cutting their $300 stipend extra yeah. on their unemployment. Mm-hmm. People are going to start seeing that money's gone. Yeah. There's not going to be any more stimulus checks. There's not going to be any more heightened unemployment because, hey, Matt, I mean, yeah, COVID came. Yeah. It's well, not it gone, can, but yeah. it's. The the pandemic is gone. Yeah, no more pandemic. No more sitting at home. Yeah, it's it's time to go back out to the workforce. They could just do what they did in Japan. I read a story that in Japan that they used their COVID nineteen money that they had left over to make a huge giant squid statue. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. Speaking <laughs> of crazy things. Speaking a of crazy stories a squid and COVID. statue, babe. Forget that COVID. Let's just make us a squid statue. This one's a good one. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got a better story for... Well, still, it's a squid statue. A squid statue. Anyways, in the country of Romania... Yeah. Our what the fuck is this story of the week is if... So, as you know, we're, some places are having a hard time in the United States getting people to get the vaccines. It's everywhere. Well, I think it's everywhere, but for some countries, it's not as bad. I mean, like Germany. It, I Most mean, those, people, yeah. yeah. Well. But in the country of Romania, it is bad. I mean, bad. Yeah, they have like very few people who are willing to get the it vaccine. Is, it is the most hesitant country, right? Okay. In Europe. Gotcha. All right. So they're saying they're, they're trying to get 10 million people vaccinated by September in their country. Okay. But right now they've administered about 5.7 million doses, basically stating that's not everybody because um, fourteen percent. Yeah, assuming percent. that every person needs two doses, that's enough to have about 14%, 15% of the country vaccinated. Okay, so they're just trying to have some percentage of their country vaccinated. So yeah. what are they doing? So, <laughs> so if you don't know, Romania has a very special castle. And it's the uh, Brand Castle. Yes. Which is the castle that is fabled to kind of be the basis of a very famous uh, Transylvania uh, castle being Dracula's castle. Yeah. So, get your body punctured at Dracula's castle. You don't get bit. You just get stabbed in the arm. <laughs> get, get your COVID, as they say, get your COVID jab and yeah. your free visit to the torture exhibit. Ex- oh, exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> so you so, too can go see the castle so and get your COVID. If you haven't got your COVID shot, won't you go ahead and fly out to Romania, going down to Brand's castle? They say the people that are given the stuff are in bloody fang. Um, they have bloody fang scrubs on so well, they're like yeah, playing it's, all it's into just it. a sticker i think it's cute though it's just a sticker I think it's awesome. it looks like the rocky horror picture show mouth i think it's funny so it's funny yeah but i mean it's uh hey gimmicks are gimmicks if it gets people vaccinated yeah they're gonna do whatever and the thing they can is, is you can just walk in like walk in and get poked you don't even need an appointment there that'd be pretty freaking cool though i mean i'd do it if i was in romania I'd be like, Hell yeah, sign yeah. Me up. sign me up people are going out. damn squid and not only that you get a a vaccination diploma. Oh, you graduated. I didn't get one of those. Speaking of diplomas, we would like our sashes. Remember we talked about this past weekend? Getting our vaccine sashes? Because I would like to show off a badge. Yeah? Yeah, I, I mean, why I not? No, I don't. I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> like a Girl Scout, just wearing a sash. <laughs> Go around. I got my Pfizer. I got my Moderna. I got my Johnson & Johnson vaccines. I went, yeah. You got any more out there? Yeah. I get another vaccine from you. Get one from here. Get one from you. Hey, I, I'm just, I just want to get all the vaccines I can. Well, you know, I don't know. It's it's an interesting thing, and I think there's you know with like like we were talking about you know uh, I think North Carolina is offering twenty five dollars to get your vaccine. I mean, like there's places doing like lotteries for it. Like if you get vaccine, wasn't it Ohio or somebody oh, was doing like know. oh my god, they, they were literally putting you in like a lottery for like some x amount of money. Like it was a substantial amount of money. I'm trying to figure out like okay, I got mine. I got mine on my free. I got a pin. Cognition. A pin. Yeah, that's all I got when I got mine. You know what I got? And body ache. <laughs> I got a fever and a free. chill. Yeah, right. 
And I got but sit fifteen minutes, and then uh, we'll see you later. I mean, it was so ba- like so. Here's the funny thing. So I'm trying to get my second vaccine from the VA. Calling to get a second appointment. Calling to get a second appointment. Calling to get a second appointment. Can't get a fucking call back. But yet they're offering people money to get a vaccine. But yet they won't call me back to get a second right. vaccine. Mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking at the same time, and, and you can be consp- conspiracy theorists if you want, but like they're paying people. They're doing all this crazy shit to get people vaccinated. Is it because we just want to make sure we get as many people vaccinated so we can reduce the effect that COVID has on the population? Or is there an alternative agenda? I don't know. What an ulterior. Ulterior motive? What is it? Well, I don't know. That's interesting. I'm though. just throwing that out there. Oh. You know, because there's plenty of people out there who's like, I'm not getting that vaccine because, you know, I'm a woman. Well, everybody has a price. A Maybe 25 won't be their price. Maybe they'll go up to 50. I had some girl tell me or some lady at work tell me, she goes, I'm not getting the vaccine because I don't want to grow a penis. <laughs> Why do you think I got the vaccine? Whoa, now. <laughs> I think it's big. That's what I want to say. I mean, come on. Why would I not want one? I mean, not literally one, but you know. Oh, my I mean. gosh. We're going to change the subject, people. Well, at least, you know, at least she didn't tell you it was because she had a microchip. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, people's like, we're getting microchipped. Fuck, they already track us on our phones. They don't need to put Hold a on. microchip in us. <laughs> I'm gonna, hey, guys Let's and girls, have you ever been talking to somebody and been like, hey, you know, those Tide Pods are really good things for our laundry detergent. And then you open your Facebook and then you start seeing Tide Pod ads on your Facebook or your Instagram. Right. Uh, they don't need a microchip. You, I mean, no, you, if already, you carry a cell phone, they yeah, got they you. they already know where you're at. They got your driver's license. They got your social security number. If you got a passport, they got that. If you got TA's pre-screen, you got that. I mean, you got social media, they got you. They don't need to slip a microchip in your body. <laughs> Nah, they don't care enough about us. Unless you're one of those people who are completely off the grid. And if you're listening to this podcast, guess what? You're not off the grid. At all. <laughs> we should start the podcast off the grid. Like, the podcast about being off the grid. Joining us as we upload our podcast from the moon of Mars. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Silliness. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh. But yeah, so I mean, Romania is trying to do something. They said they've had over 1 million cases of uh, the virus, had 29,000 deaths of the virus. So I guess they're trying to get their country straight. Oh, that's kind of a lot. I guess. No, it's 2%. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's... It's still people, I guess. I guess. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's still people, asshole. I guess. Yeah. It's still people. I, I don't know. Just, I still... Uh, this whole... The whole COVID thing is annoying. It's just aggravating to me. I mean, I know a lot of people lost their lives, and I feel bad for that. And I know a lot of people were sick that didn't need to be sick. But the way that was handled, I don't know. It's kind of wonky. It's it's never going to be okay for any one person. Some people are just like, look, I'm going to wear my mask. I'm going to social distance. I'm gonna I just like vaccines. that we have the freedom I'm now. Follow yeah. the, uh, you know, it's, it's that I'm going to do what I think is best from what I'm hearing and from I'm the people totally that cool should be that. experts. Yeah. Then there are people who are like, I don't believe it i don't I think, think people i think there'll be certain people who just continually wear a mask and that's great good I mean, on them there, i mean there's people all around the world that yeah wear, wear a mask. mask consistently i mean korea i China, did see Japan. something funny though it was like oh now now we care about you having a cold but before you just have to work and have a cold like you didn't care how many people you got sick before with a cold but now yeah. we all get colds and it's like oh my god you have to stay home yeah nobody cared about it like literally two years ago no you just went to work sick yeah 
everybody went to work sick. That's how we, you know, because you didn't have Because you any. didn't have days off. You didn't yeah. take days off. Okay. Now you got the sniffles. It's like, oh, you got to go home. No, nah, it's no, don't come to work, work remote. Yeah, that's, that's true. mine. That's Wait, you can work remote and be sick. I'm <laughs> like, fuck yeah, you. <laughs> that is true. Anyway, so hey, get your COVID jab. Go to Romania if you want to get one in the tour, castle. Tour to Dracula's castle. See the exhibit, the torture exhibit. Hey, come to North Carolina, get your vaccine and get 25 bucks. I mean, I got mine for free. Yeah, I'm saying. And I, and I think it's Ohio. It. Go to Ohio. Get put in the lottery. Yeah, I mean, do something crazy. Like, find something to do it. I mean, get vaccinated if you want to. If you don't, that's up to you. You know, you're not hurting me. I'm vaccinated. I don't Word. know if it works. We'll see. If I ever get COVID again, I'll be like, ah, I guess it didn't work. But I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. You do what you want to. It's your freedom in this country that we call the United States. Thank you to our people who fight for that. Speaking of that, Memorial Day just passed. So for all those who have lost loved ones, um, remember, and we want to remember the fallen, that's what Memorial Day is for. It is for the ones who have lost lives, who paid the ultimate sacrifice for your freedom. You can believe it or not. These men and women fought um, for your country. They died. Uh, Whether you believe it was a right thing or a wrong thing, uh, we have these freedoms because there are men and women who stand today uh, and and fight for that freedom that we have, you know, democracy. If you believe in it, you can. If you don't, it's okay. Hey, guess what? (laughs) We fought for that freedom for you to say whatever. Yeah, 100%. So uh, we'll be back in a minute. Uh, We're going to get into another type of personality test. We're going to talk about the more common one. Uh, the Myers-Briggs, just for a little bit, not in great detail, just kind of breeze through it real quick, and uh, we'll be back in Two Shakes of a Lamb's Tail. Oh, wow, babe. You pulled out a real good one for that. That's right. <laughs> And we're back to the show that you were listening to just about a minute ago. Yeah. So this week, we're going to dig just kind of deep, not long. We're not going to, maybe 15, 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. I don't know. With our rabbit trails, it might be an hour. Shit, Hell, never... I just found out about damn chicken last week, so let's go with it. That was the week before, but we'll give you that. Same. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk about the Myers-Briggs personality types. There are many places that you can take the test, but if you want a really good place, we'll leave the link in the description of the podcast. 16 personalities. Yeah. 16 personalities.com. Yeah. If you never it's cute, well, it's, it's an easier read and yes, it's yes. cute. Blah, blah, blah. I like blah, the blah. little people that you they like have. the little people that they the have. Little character tutors. So the reason they call it 16 personality types, because that is 16 different personalities you can test out of. Uh, for the Myers Briggs, and we'll go through them real quick. There are four categories of them, uh, depending on how you look at it. I don't really care about the categories or the type of names that they give them, but uh, the personality types that you will be dealing with are either dash A or dash T types, which are assertives or turbulent. Yes. Personality types, and we start. Or TNA for those folks that like some TNA. A dash A dash T. A ass T tits. Let's go with it. I like it. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyways, maybe it's what you like because you are an A and you like some ass. Oh my gosh. So you like you're a T. You like tits. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I t- don't really. 
I'm an ass. Yeah, yeah, you're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and I like them. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the personality types we'll be talking about, they are uh, INTJs, INTPs, ENTJs, ENTPs. Can you go through with the E's and the We N's? will in a second. Oh, jeez. INFJ, INFP, ENFJ, which I am. And I am. And ENFPs. And then you have ISTJs, ISFJs, ESTJs, and ESFJs. Sounds like it. Yeah. It's all for like, it's, it, like some for, kind of disease or yeah, something. Right? ISTP, <laughs> ISFP, ESTP, ESFP. So, yeah, they are a whole bunch of bunches, a bunches of bunches, and a bunches and a bunches. Okay, so what does each of the little letters stand for? Each of the little letters stand for, are you ready? Yeah. So, you have, are you ready? I and E's. So, when you start off, you have I and E's. Yeah. So, those are introvert and extrovert. Okay. Okay. And I'm an E. Right, so you're an extrovert. Word. Right. Yeah, you are. So the N is for intuitive, and the S's, and this is your second letter, are for observance. Okay. Mm. So like, I am a extrovert, intuitive. Same. All right. So then you have T's and F's. Mm -hmm. So T's are for thinking, and F's are for feeling. So I am an extrovert, intuitive, feeling, feeling. You're feeling. F. Yeah, feeling. Okay. Yeah. I would take you for a T on that one. Ah, okay. Just so you're more thinking than feeling. Yeah. Okay. And then lastly is the J and the what? P. The J and the P. Hmm. All right. P R for prospecting. Oh. Right. And the J is for judging. Judging. Right. Yeah. So we're ENFJs. Yeah. Right. And then you could be an ENFJA or ENFJT. You're an A, I'm a T. Which is insert assertive or turbulent. Yeah, I'm turbulent. Right. Like a f- fucking storm. Yeah. Rawr. And for us not to go through every single portion of the Myers-Briggs, go to the 16 personality test and just stick through there. Take so, the test. Like judging. Like if you're looking at the J and the P of the ENFJ or the ENFP, you have ENFJ judging personality. They make things as they ought to be. Uh, it's kind of like planning things out <laughs> in a sense. Yep, word. That's and then, all me. And then prospecting is figuring things out as they go, which I feel like I'm more of an ENFP, but every time I take this, it says ENFJ. But I think my judging and prospecting line is really close to halfway. And that could be. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm like right there in the middle because I kind of do plan things out, but I also go with the, you know, whim of the world. I can just You might have more up. long-term goals and then like some of it is more like day-to-day safe. Might yeah. be your P maybe. I'm more of a long-term let it work out. Yeah. Short-term goal setting. I could see that. Yeah. Totally. Like I plan out small things, but I don't plan out like huge things and sometimes i do i don't know it just kind of goes both ways it depends on like some days i just go with the flow some days are planned out pretty mm-hmm. well meticulous 
So again, the Myers-Briggs is a very simple way of figuring out your personality type. Of well, you what, do make lists and things like that, like oh, at yeah, work and things. So I'm like very, that is a very... Yeah, I'm very organized and list detailed at work. Yes. So that would be true. But then like when it comes maybe to more like your lifestyle yeah. thing, you're because you're so structured at work that you tend to be a little less structured at home. Yeah. And I think that's why the Enneagram is good for you, like looking at your home life personality and yes. the Myers-Briggs is more... Uh, prone to look at your professional. I could see uh, that. Because uh, totally. Myers-Briggs is used in a lot, a lot of corporations. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the big five personality test, which we'll probably get into next week, that'll be a more in-depth because this is one that we don't know a lot about. I would be interested, and this just made me think about it when you asked this question or just said that what you said. You know, they did this when we went to college and you had to find a roommate. We took the Myers-Briggs personality test, which I understand. But I would think that honestly the Enneagram would have been a better indicator of somebody who you would get along with better. I could, or, or give both, you know what I mean? Like this would be much more like work habits, study habits, you know, what are your routines that would be helpful with this. But then I think for like getting along with people, the Enneagram would be a much better choice because I don't think this gives you enough information of like how to deal with people where the Enneagram gives you much more information for like how to get along with other people that are in certain types. Yeah. I think both pieces are very interesting, though, especially combined together. Yeah, and it's it's weird because um, when you take this test, you get like a sense that, oh, I'm this type of person. But uh, again, personality tests, they can change with a whim. I've taken this test like three or four times. I get the same one on here. Now, my Enneagram was not right. Yeah, we found out she's not the... Two that she thought she was. No. No, not a two. I, never, she was a, I was a two, but I'm really a one. Yeah, she's she's a one. A perfectionist. Go figure. Um, yeah. But a one and a two are very similar. They're both feelings, so that made sense. Yeah. But honestly, yeah, I took it again and I got a one. I'm always the same in my personality test, no matter which Now, this one, I'm test. always the same. I'm never waver on this one. Yeah, now, I, my percentages might be a little different, but it's always yeah. the same. I, I may go, I may sit down at one point, maybe when I do the big five personality test, when we look at that one, I may take them all again, just to kind of get a feel of where I'm at. Because people say, you know, as your environment changes sometimes, or your, 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 your place in life changes, like your personality might change. I don't really see that. I think your personality is your personality. I think that you might go through some times or trouble and stuff that kind of affect your sadness and happiness. Mm. But I think if you look at how you handle things. No, I I disagree with you only because I think that the way that I am with you is different than I would be in a previous relationship. There are things that I would do previously that I don't have to do with you. So I feel like some of that has changed. Do you handle stress the same? Um, no, my stress level, my stress, the way I handle stress is different now. Hmm. It's interesting because I think my personality type's been the same and I've taken this test over many. No, this I think is the same, but I'm talking about my Enneagram. Like I can see why I was probably a two, but I don't think I really am. I think I'm really a one. I'll take it again. And you'll be I like want to take six. another, I want well. I, I don't know. Maybe it does change. But I did take it several times and was a two, and then I took it yeah. again and I was a one. But I, I resonate more with a one than I did with a two. It's a possibility. It's really hard to tell. You know, I always tell people, you know, try to Could take it a couple day. times, you know, and be honest. I think the problem is, is a lot of people think too much about it. Like yeah. they try to put all the thought in like, well, 
this question says, just feel it. Like, well, and I also think because it's a five point scale, I think if you put a lot of like the twos and fours, you know what I mean? It skews it. Like you need to be definitively either no. this is true or this isn't no, true. No, you don't. Absolutely not. No. No, like you four. put it. Well, I mean, I did. I did lots of twos and fours. Right. Like, but you know what I mean? Like the but range. That's what I'm saying. But that's where you feel like. I'm not completely sold on it this way. I'm not completely sold on it the other way. I'm not in the middle neutral on it. So, but that's how you get that yeah. five, that four, or that ENFJ or that yeah. INFJ. I mean, it depends because maybe all your stuff is a four. So it puts you higher into that category, like just say, like, my brig. Like, but the thing is, is that you can't, I tell people, don't think about it. Like, here's the question you hear it, answer it right where you think it is. And if you're not thinking about it, that's your personality because your personality is innate. It's not something yeah, you, you think don't have about. Yeah, you don't think about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, what I have a lot of twos and fours. Like, think about it like this. Think of, okay, you're walking through a woods, right? And you step down and you see a snake. What's the first thing you do? I run like hell. All right. So you run. I don't run. I stop. I assess the situation. No, wait. I scream first. Then I run like hell. Yeah. But... <laughs> But that that's the thing. It's like, what is the instinct in that situation? So when they ask you those questions, what is the instinct that comes to place? Yeah. Like, just put the number and move on the next one. Don't stop and think. Yeah, don't think about it. Don't yeah. change your answers. unless I'll you take actually, it again and see what happens. Unless you, like, hit the wrong button and you're like, oh, shit, it wasn't that one. You know, yeah. I get that. But it's, it's you just think about things that causes instinct. You know, like, yeah. if you're driving, you see this happen, what do you do? Right. You know, what is the instinct nature of it? I'll take it again. Yeah. See what I get. But this one, I get the same one every time. It doesn't matter. I'm going to take this one again because sometimes I feel like, like, I want to say I'm not a feeler. I'm more of a thinker. But when you think about how it analyzes those things, it's not like I think over things or I feel things. It's how do you go about how, like, how does these things help you or help? Yeah. See, I would have put you as a thinking and not a feeling. Yeah. And, Again, they value and cherish their emotions. Dude, you're emotionless. <laughs> you're right. Um, I mean, I just don't see that you're not a but, feeling person. Yeah. Uh, Tend to be caring, compassionate, and warm. Mm. What are you trying to say? I mean, you're just not. Yeah. Well, you are, though. You can be warm and charming when you're around people. But most of the time, you're not. <laughs> you're right. So, yeah. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, I would think that you're more thinking than feeling. Yeah, so when it comes to, like, relationships and things like that with the Myers-Briggs, don't put a lot of um, claim into what your partner is. I mean, there are some things that should be glaringly obvious. Technically, ENFJ should not be with another ENFJ. Technically, they should. It's the only two that should match up, right? Oh, I thought it was no. No, it's an INFJ and an INFJ. Oh, yeah. that was us. No, ENFJs actually do match up pretty well. Oh, because yeah. I thought it was competitive to who gets the limelight. Well, I mean, you've got your faults in every match. Sure. I mean, you're always going to have like, okay, so two ENFJs in a relationship, there might be a, stro- a power struggle there or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we don't have that issue. But at the same time, ENFJs are the only personality that, that kind of match up with each other that can be compatible. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And again... um, that's kind of going back when um man I'm sorry I caught a blank you know when you, you you're on a roll and you catch that blank well I just caught that I hit that speed bump doop doop 
That's okay. But yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the few because I remember one time I'm an ENFJ and I was dating an INFJ. And you think, well, that's not too bad. But, and it's, it's difficult because, you know, introvert and extrovert. And it's like, oh, well, they can't really, you know, but it, it, realistically, there sometimes needs to be a balance. Mm-hmm. So I think my extrovert is more close to an introvert than it is full extrovert. Yes. Um, not because I'm afraid. So a lot of people get the introvert extrovert confused sometimes because they think people who don't socialize are introverts. Well, it's not technically the case. No, they can socialize. It just has to be in a certain type of situation. Well, it's not even the situation. I think it's just where they want to do it at. Like some yeah. people, they don't care to socialize and it's not because they're introverted in the aspect that they are anxiety ridden because they're in a social situation. Like I can speak in front of anybody. Like I can walk into a crowd and talk to everybody. Yeah. That's not a problem for me. I choose not to because you know, I choose not to have to have a conversation with people because it'll either bore me or it'll be pointless. Like I have a more look on it that I'm an extrovert that I can do all those things, but I'm introvert because I choose not to do those things. Yeah. So technically I'm not an introvert. Like personality, my personality is not introverted because I don't mind being in the public eye. I don't mind being, so I mean, I'm, we do podcasts and you know, I don't mind being heard and seen and I don't care if people hear my voice. And matter of fact, listen, listen a lot. Share me with everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You know, have everybody listen to this podcast to prove I'm not an introvert. Yeah. That's how we do it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But yeah, I don't, I don't think that, I mean, there, there's gotta be personalities that really clash. And I'm mm-hmm. sure there are. I mean, like, and this is why I like this. This is why Mel likes the 16 personality test. And I do as well, because they do kind of label them a little bit like uh, we're That's considered cute. protagonist. That um, means we're troublemakers. And no, it doesn't. It means we're charismatic and inspiring leaders. Oh. Protagonist means the main character in the story. And they're usually the person having the problem. No, it's not. Sometimes the no. antagonist is against the protagonist. No, that's not technically what those mean. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Protagonist is the main character. Antagonist is the second character. It's the person causing the problem for the protagonist. It's, again, not technically. Yeah, it is. I I have a freaking minor in American lit in English. I get that. Super smart about that. It's true. Okay. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Okay, keep going. But we're protagonists, and the protagonists are characterized in this by being charismatic, inspiring leaders, able to mesmerize their listeners. <laughs> Have we mesmerized you yet? <laughs> That's why we're doing a podcast. Right. And, and, and in our same categories of, of the diplomats category, which we fall into, are campaigner, camp, campaigners, campaigners, meditators, and advocates. And it's funny because, like, the advocates are, like, quiet, mystical, yet very inspiring and tireless idealist. Yay. Me- uh, the mediators, not the meditators, the mediators. <laughs> Poetic, kind, and altruistic people oh. eager to help a good cause. I can see that. Campaigners. I think when we first took this, you were a campaigner. I think you took this twice. I think you were ENFP once, or maybe I was. No, I have my other one. And 
enthusiastic, creative, sociable, free spirits who can always find a reason to smile. That's definitely not me. So I bet you have different ones. Architects, logicians, logician, logician. It's an interesting word, logician. A logic-ishin person? A what? A logic-ishin person? A logic-ishin person? No. The first time I took it, I was ESTJ. ESTJ? Uh-huh. ESTJ. Executive. Executive. Excellent administrators, unsurpassed. That I can see that. Yeah. I think that's what you are. Like, for real. Good order is the foundation of all things. Yes. Yes. But then I've taken it a handful of times after. Executives are representatives of tradition and order. Yeah, you sign the sentence what is right and wrong. I just like sounded like I said a bunch of nothing. I was trying to read and it didn't come out very well. Uh, that happens a lot on this show. Right. Yeah, I could see that at ESTJ. Absolutely. Like and socially acceptable to bring families and communities together, embracing the values of honesty, dedication, and dignity. People with the executive personality type often take on roles as community for organizers. Are valued for their clear advice and guidance. And they happily lead the way on difficult paths. Taking pride in bringing people together. See, that's why we're probably a two. Yeah. Really. They kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Yeah. I, I mean, think it makes you, sense I think for you, being a I think teacher. you waver between a one and a two on the Enneagram and this and the other one on the... And I might very well just be split. Yeah, it might just be. depend on the day. Yeah, I can see that. If I'm pissed off, I'm more likely to be a one in an ENFJ. If I'm like feeling really good and like givey, I'm this one. I'm an ESTJ and a two. Yeah, <laughs> it right. depends on where I'm at. <laughs> Maybe one's teaching me and one's like real life me. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's an it's an interesting it's an interesting thing when you dig into your personality types. And well, again, I do have two different personalities. Like when it comes to like not literally like not split, but you know between <laughs> between work and home though. Like I'm a totally different person at home than I am at school. I'm the same person all the time. I have to be. You can't be a teacher and. Yeah, you use the word fuck 500 times. <laughs> but your language doesn't clarify your personality. Yeah, but I generally care about my kids, but I don't care about most people. Like, it's the difference of that. Like, that's the thing. I care about you children. care about people more than you think I do, you do. but I just, not I think to the degree get, I care about my children. I think you get frustrated with people because of the way they act. So that pushes your boundaries, which means it's not about that. That's the reason you care. Yeah, it's an expectation I have that people but, cannot fulfill. But that, but that's, that's that's the thing. People's like, I don't care. But about I'm willing people. to let it go with my children at school. So it's like a. But you care. That's that. Oh, I care about people. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm but just that's saying, what I'm saying. It's my expectation of dealing with people. It, the the reason you care is because with your children, because they're children, you can let it go. You give them grace and mercy. Yeah, adults should know birth but with, is different. With adults, you care so much. It's same because you should. You have that expectation of them, but you still care no i care but i'm constantly disappointed me i don't care yeah i'm constantly disappointed i mean one of my mantras is is that people will disappoint you no matter how much faith you have in them yeah i know but i haven't gotten to that point yet yeah and i don't care if they disappoint me because i know they're going to because people are inherently evil yeah so i don't care 
Like that's that I think that's the difference between like when we look at like enneagrams and personality types and things like that. When you're like, well, I'm this way, but I can be this way. But it's like dig deeper than just the the face value. Like if you're getting pissed off, that means you care and you care deeply. When you don't get pissed off, you don't care. Like okay, yeah, I used to not care, then I started caring, and now I wish I didn't care. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, that's 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 how you can like even if you don't take these tests, you can kind of read things and go, well. I'm kind of like this, but I'm kind of like this, but where do I really fall? And that's where well, it because helps. I worked really hard not to be so closed off. And then now that I am not as closed off and is not now, I wish I was <laughs> should have just been the way I was, but, but your personality is not a closed off personality. You closed. All right. So, all right. Look at it like this. You can force yourself to be somebody you're not. That's anti your personality. No, I always, I don't agree with that. I've changed a lot since maybe like 10 years ago. But again, you're talking 10 years ago. But when you were younger, you were probably outgoing. You did things. No. You were, did you? Did had a band, small group of friends. Cheer? No, I mean. Does it change your personality because you're in a different I function? mean, I did. but You I had, had friends and you cared for them. You did things for them. Yeah, but I didn't care as much like pissing people off. I didn't care what people thought about me. I care about it more. I did care about it more now than I have before. And I think it's been to my detriment. No, it's, it's, it's always been there. It's just been, you're only been focused in the group of people you've been around. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think, I think you grow up. I think you develop your personality over your life. Some people develop it sooner. Some people develop it later, but it's always been there. Yeah. It's more apparent when you're a kid, then you lose that personality until you're an adult. Those things come back around. Who you are as a five-year-old. No, I, I mean, no, I understand that. I've just worked really hard to be a nicer person, and I think it's been. Okay, okay, so you've worked really hard to be a nicer person because that's your personality. I don't work hard to be a nicer person. You see what I'm saying? Well, because I thought that was what I should be doing, and now in retrospect, I don't think that might have necessarily been the case. No, because you like being nice. You no, like being, but I don't no, like being taken advantage of. That's There's the difference. difference, though. But see, that's the thing. You're you're taking aspects of how you are you feel when you're open like that. But you're happier when you're taking care of people. You're happier when you have these connections. You're happier when you're in the limelight. But of that these all they do is call me issues. So but I don't it doesn't matter that. about what it causes you. You're happier when those things are but working. Well. How are you well. happier when someone's causing you no, issues? No, you're that missing the point. Sense. You're missing the point. When the things are working well, you are happier in those times. Like, it's a lot of freaking work. It's exhausting. But it's only exhausting when it's not coming to fruition. But the relationships you have, follow me on this, the relationships you have, your friends that you have that you're happy with, that you spend time with, not the ones that cause you issues, not the ones that run you ragged, blah, blah, blah. Those are the ones that you cherish and you like them. You're like, yay. Oh, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you do the other ones because you want them to be the same way because you do intrinsically like these people. You have bonds with these people, so you continue to work at them, even if it's at a detriment to yourself because the other ones make you happy too. So in your personality, you care for these people. You want to have these relationships with these people. I see what you're saying. You bond with these people. Even at the detriment of yourself when others fail, you're still the happiest when they don't and the ones that work. For me... I don't need those. Like, I, 
I work at having those relationships because it's the normal thing to do. Or because there are times where it's like, this is fun, fat pastime, but I could spend the whole weekend doing absolutely nothing by myself. But I also know that there is a betterment to myself. It's not that I intrinsically want it or I inherently want this because of my personality, but I understand the betterment for myself and my emotions and my mental health when I'm in um, healthy relationships with other people that will boost my, um, not my esteem, but my uh, emotional level. Yeah, I get you. So for me, it's more of a self-preservation type of thing where for you it's an enjoyable type of thing because you do feed off of having relationships. You are a relationship person. The reason we're in relationship is because you feed off of it and I like the relationship. This is works well for me. It's beneficial for my mental health. I cause I'm a five Enneagram speaking. I'm an ENFJ the way I feel about things. I do have feelings in the sense that I do treasure those things. So that's the part of me in my personality that reaches out for the relationships. But at the end of the day, I don't, you know, give a lot of like, you know, could I be with it? Could I be without it? Yes, but I choose it. So for me, that's the part of the logistical part of me is I choose those things because I understand how it affects me better. Mm-hmm. I do people. I do have feelings. I do care for people. I do love I'm not a heartless, soulless person as she makes me out to be. <laughs> I do not. But I, but at the same time, there is a an emotionless aspect to my personality, which of course. No, you have emotions and you display emotions. It's just I appreciate the fact that you're not emotional. I guess is yeah. the right word. Not I, that you're not having emotions. Is that you're very in control of your emotions? Because I am the complete opposite sometimes. Well, yeah, because I went out of control. I mean. Everybody has out of control moments in their life of yeah, emotion. Of we all have those. Sure. But for the most part, yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're very even killed emotionally. I might have a, a, a quick outburst of something and then it's gone. Like yeah, it's you don't like, hold on to I'm like a firecracker. Pop. Yeah, you done. kind of are. But it's but to me that's like refreshing because Yeah. But I do try to tend to think about things. Yeah, I give you a hard time about that, but that's not what I mean. I just know that I'm never going there's nothing I can say or do that's going to hurt your feelings. No. Cuz they're just you're not, and you don't it, think about it. And if it does, you're just like, what the fuck was that? And you moves on. Like, it's not a yeah. big deal. Or I just like, whatever, whatever. And just like, that's how you're going to be. Guess what? That's how you're going to be. And I'll just let you be the way you're going to be. No, but I mean, yeah. I don't intentionally try to hurt your feelings, but I'm just saying like. No, yeah, I know. But if there, if at times comes across where it, if it, it rubs me the wrong way, like if somebody rubs me the wrong way, yeah, of course. two things happen. I just like, don't care about you and don't want to speak with you. Or, uh, I just kind of ignore you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck you kind of thing. But yeah, I don't, I think, I think most of the time we look at things like I'm not this person because we see the bad parts of that person and we don't want to be that person. Yeah. Like, like you keep saying, I don't care about this or I don't care about relationships. I don't like this because I care very deeply about relationships. I just, for me, it's just always been a contention of disappointment. Right. But I feel like I put so much effort and work into some relationships and I get, I don't get the same thing back. And so for me, that's a disappointment. That's right. But that's because you care yeah, so much I get you. and because you really love that aspect of yeah. life. That's why it hurts you more. And then some relationships are super easy and it's just like, 
effortless. Yeah, because it's, it's so great to like right. be and, in some relationship. But that you way. love that. You have that. You cherish that. And yeah. that's why all relationships are important to you, whether they're good or bad. Oh, yeah, that's true. For me, it's like, yes, effortless is great. Sweet. This is good. I'm, I'm going to dig with this. But when they're not, I'm like, fuck it. I don't want it. Like you see me, I, I will not mess with people. Like yeah. even my own family. I'm like, no, this is too much work. I'm not mm-hmm. doing this. But I used to be that way. Yeah. But, but I used to be that way. I would just cut somebody off. Yeah, you would cut people off, but you would eventually open that door because. No, uh-uh. There's a lot of relationships are long closed. Yeah. Long closed. Like, will not open that back up. But if somebody that you deeply care about, then. No, I deeply cared for some of these people. But you fuck with somebody long enough, you got to close the door. Then they weren't people meant to be in your life. 100%. Yeah, I mean, no. that, I mean, that's not caring, not caring. That's not an aspect of not caring or caring. No, there's a difference between like working towards a relationship and then like just being like, I'm done. I'm, this is not a good place to be. Well, I mean, you don't want to stick your hand in fire and leave it there. No. You know, we understand that. But again, I don't think that plays. Well, into I think the- a lot of it comes in like personality things and how people are and how they treat people. No, but again, that's that's discovering who you are and who other people are to see if that's a fit for your life. Yeah, and it's sticking up for what your your beliefs are, how you feel. Yeah, because that has nothing to do, I think, with your per- your personality. I think it's and everything. Some people just bitches. Again, it's it's just the personality types that you're dealing with other people that it's women. Other personality types <laughs> of people that yeah. you're dealing with and. You know, you you just have to figure out what works in your life and what doesn't. I mean, yeah. some people do, and and it's not the fact that I'm not saying, oh, I treasure, treasure relationships and oh, I care about people, so I'm going to keep everybody in my life and going to work out them all. No, no, some of that's those not a belief. Like well, you can't. That's but not no, that's what I'm saying. You can't. At some point, you're going to have to say, all right, this doesn't work for me, so I cut this off. One hundred percent. And there's people who don't believe that's the case, but it's okay to be that way. We're yeah, not I, friends with people from high school for a reason. I'm not. Well, but you know what I mean? People change. Lives change. Situations change. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you a might se- go... A I'm, reason, a season, or whatever the hell the rest of that phrase is. Well, I mean, you might go to a church for a long time, and then you leave that church, and you'll notice that maybe 95% of the people that you knew or talked to on a regular basis, you no longer do. And I use church, for example, because people's like... Oh, oh yeah, even leave. changing jobs, though. If you think about even changing jobs. Oh, God, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, the thing is, is you're in a place... All right, so think about it like this. The relationships you have with people, the people you have friends with, you are friends with, the people that you hang out with on a mm-hmm. consistent basis. Think about why you hang out with them. Now, are they people from work? Are they people from church? Are they people from school? Whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Now, think about that person in particular. Mm-hmm. This has gone way off the ways of Myers-Briggs, but anyways. Matter. Think about that person and think about the, all the people that you normally would hang out with, the type of person, what they do, what they listen to, what they watch, all those things, right? Mm-hmm. Now, ask yourself, is this one of those people? And then you would say, no, then why are you hanging out with that person? Well, a lot of people's like, well, this is a guy I work with, so I hang out with him after work. But if you didn't work with that guy and you and you met that guy yeah, at a bar, you, would you hang out with this person right. on the regular? No, no, you probably wouldn't. So our environment forces us into relationships because where we're at, whether it's church, school, work. Yeah, you're just trying to make it more bearable. It is, I mean, I don't hang out with. Really, in, I don't hang out with anybody from work. No, but you have relationships with people at work. No, I have relationships with people. No, I, mean, I have relationships with people at work, absolutely. Sure. And I have relationships with people I've worked with before that I still talk to on the regular. But it's because those people I would hang out with 
If you didn't work together. If we didn't work together. Yeah. Like, oh, we met somewhere. We we got these things in common. Yeah, let's hang out because we are we would yeah. be friends. Well, I mean, I have people at work like that. We hang out with a lot of people at work. Oh, like no. I, I completely agree with you on that. And but, I would hang but out But what I'm saying them. is for most, like I say, like church, like 95% of the people I've oh, ever yeah. been in church with, I would never have hung out with in my personal life. No, because, you're put into a situation where you have to be friends well, well, or at least socialize. We're completely different people. Yeah, I get you. But we have some things in common. So that's mm-hmm. what caused us to, to be friends at that moment. And would I consider these people still friends? Yeah. If they called me up, it's like, hey, you want to hang out? And I'm like, yeah, if you're okay with who I am, then yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you're you're going to see me in a different light, or you you know you're just trying to get the four one one on what's going on now, then yeah, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> but right, it's it's how we grow into our personalities because I don't think I think our personalities can be adjusted, but I think at our base level, our personalities are our personalities, and I could be wrong, but that's how I feel because I feel like I've always been the same person base level. I've just been able to in, either enhance it or identify a more definitive answer of what that personality is. Mm -hmm. I get, but I like spending time thinking about my personality, about who I am as a person, how that affects me, the people around me, Mm -hmm. uh, how that affects my professional life, my relationship life, all those things. Right. Sure. So I, I think it's, it's really cool to like dig back and think about when I was a kid, like not see it from the perspective of I was, I'm different now because than I was then because I'm doing all this stuff now to make myself better. Well, did I make myself better or did I find the positives in my personality and move the negatives That's in my true. personality away? Yeah. Because your person, I think who you are is who you are. You do grow up. You go through these phases as a child, like identifying with your parents because that's who you have your role models as. Mm-hmm. But then as you become a teenager, you start trying to identify yourself, becoming your own person. And then once you start figuring those things out, you become your own person. So you identif- you're identifying yourself and now you have identified yourself as an adult now this is where your personality that's been developing over your life as a child as a teenager and into adult now starts to be defined as what it is and also think your situations add into that right well your situations add into your experiences add into how you handle things i don't think it changes your personality but how you handle it right it's how how you handle i mean of course i mean i handle stress today than i did differently than a year ago than i did a year before that because i found ways to be more healthy Mm -hmm. but that doesn't change my personality when i enter into a stressful situation what happens instinctively is my personality Mm -hmm. but how i come out of that situation is my learned behaviors yeah i can do that yeah, I mean, but, and that's how we deal with relationships. Relationships are instinctly things. Like you go into a relationship and you're instinctly one way. But once you learn how to be different because it works better or it's more successful, you change your instincts into a, you, you have a changed behavior. You mm-hmm. have a, a purposeful behavior, action, and thought. You yeah. can change those. Cognitive behavior therapy. How do you get out of a bad situation? Change your thought, change your action, or change your behavior. You go from a negative to a positive. That's mm-hmm. something we learned when you're dealing with bad mental illnesses. The, the, the CBT uh, training or strategies work, believe me, but it doesn't change my personality. It right. helps my personality cope with the things that my personality cannot naturally deal with. Right. I get you. And understanding your personality is a big thing. So, like, if you had done an Enneagram test and you know it, you can see what your positive and negatives are. I kind of feel like I vibe with the Enneagram more than this, though. Well, I'm And a- I get that, but I just feel like I, I, 
I resonate more with the Enneagram thing. Well, yeah, because you're a feely type of person. You're an emotional type yeah. of person. And the Enneagram, I think, is charged. But see, your Enneagram is charged more off your behaviors, your fears, and your motivations. Yeah. Or maybe I just don't know enough about the Myers-Briggs to, like, really think. Like, I like the way that they break down the Enneagram stuff. Like, this is things that they, like, that a two likes or a one yeah, likes. I mean, it, you can get the I same thing here. I feel like it hasn't here. been broken down as much. Or I just don't pay attention to it as much. Well, you didn't You didn't spend a lot of time really, really digging into it. Because, I, I mean, I did. And I get that mm-hmm. you, again, it, it really. God, I really am both. Look at that. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Hmm. I mean. Do they kind of cross though? I guess a little bit. Well, I mean, you have your extroverts and your extroverts or introverts. You're intuitive or not. I mean, you're what thinking or feeling. What was the other one? I, what ESTP. Was yeah. INF. So that's two difference though. Yeah. Interesting. I'm kind of both. Yeah, I mean, there's, 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 there's some crossover. There's, there's always going to be crossover. Of course, there is absolutely. I think even you in enneagrams, there's going to be things that kind of oh, cross. Yeah, totally. Unless you're a five and you're on your own island. Well, that'd be you. <laughs> you and your oh Wilson. That's funny. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So next week, uh, we're going to get out of the Myers Briggs. We're going to get into the. There's one more personality test. It's called the Big Five Personality Test. Yeah, we've never done that. We've one. not done that one. So we're going to both freshly take that test and then come with you next week on what we find. And then I'll change it again next week, the week after that, when yeah. we take the test. <laughs> that is the sign of multiple personalities, <gasps> babe. No, it's not. I don't even. Not care. DID, but MP. Whatever. I don't have multiple identities. It's just me. I do. I have a fake ID for each week. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Silly ass. Anyways, guys, girls, we hope that you learned something. You joined us on a rabbit trail. I hope it wasn't too boring for you. But um, just take the test. Tell us what your Myers-Briggs is because you might be surprised. Find out what your partner's Myers-Briggs is. See if those jobs. See if there's things you can learn about your partner. I want to see one that combines, like, Enneagram and this. Like, if you're a five and a da-da-da-da, bam. Or if you're a... Maybe, maybe after we take the big five personality test, we'll see if we can have something that kind of bridges the gap between all yeah, three. Yeah, I'd just be interested to see. I'd like, maybe fives can never be blah, blah, blah. Maybe. We'll see. But a five can be blah, blah, blah. Maybe. I don't know. It's interesting. Never know. No. You never can tell. A little bow wow. You just don't know. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to get the hell out of here. Sweet. So remember always, people, live your life loud and bold. And mediocrity is not an option for us, and it shouldn't be for you. That's right. Laters, gators. <laughs> <laughs>